Welcome to Career Buzz, the unique radio career conversations that empowers lives, enriches careers, and energizes organizations. Be inspired right here on CIUT 89.5 FM. Our program today is a Career Buzz production of Hoda's Career Info. We start by defining the term career coaching. We also talk about the value of free online career resources, the reasons you should work with a career coach, and so much more. I'm Hoda Kilani, certified professional career coach and founder of Right Career Fit, a private practice committed to increasing career literacy. I am pleased to be your host today on Career Buzz, the show with the intention to empower lives enrich careers, and energize organizations. I look forward to a season of career chats with international career professionals who will inspire you to take your career journey to the next level. Thank you for tuning in this morning. Ready to meet today's guests? A little bit later on Career Buzz, you will meet professional business coach Kathy Ginsberg. But first, I would like you to meet Mike Bird, also known as Coach Wazo. Mike Bird is the founder of Coach Wazo Career Coaching and an IPAC trained certified professional coach. Mike prides himself on his ability to help university students confidently launch their careers. Clients who work with Mike figure out their next move, brand themselves as ideal candidates, and land their first real job faster. I am your host, Hoda. Thank you for tuning in this morning. Welcome, Mike Bird. It's a pleasure to have you join me today to talk about your work, but also to congratulate you on having the Career Builders podcast <clears throat> make it to the top career podcast guide of 2021. It's really uh, exciting times for sure. Thank you so much, Hoda. <laughs> it's a pleasure to be here with you today. And I appreciate you bringing that up. It's a real Honestly, still a bit of a shock, still a bit of a surprise that it's even happened, but I'm, I'm so appreciative. And I will be talking to you more about it and ask you more about it in a bit. But first, I want to ask you about Coach Wazo Career Coaching. You know that I love that name. And do you mind sharing with the audience some more details about the name of your company and your reason for founding it? Sure. It is a name that's really... Uh, a derivative of my own identity and my life experience. And I live in Montreal, Quebec, which is a, a pretty French speaking city. There's a pretty large contingency of people like me who speak English. Um, but I did not grow up in this kind of an environment. I'm from English speaking Canada. I grew up in, in an English family. Um, and it was really when I met someone as a teenager, one of the first coaches that entered my life actually uh, was a Francophone from sort of the Ottawa Gatineau area, a very uh, French speaking area typically. And that really was the first time that the idea of, of being called something in French uh, came around. So Wazo really comes from a long way back when I became a student uh, here in Montreal when I was about 17. That's when I decided I would start to, to bring that back into the fold I mean, fast forward many years later, Coach Wazo has been a social media handle for me. It's been a blog handle for me. Uh, and now it's really the basis of, of my brand as a business owner. Um, and it's interesting because it's sometimes I wonder if it's a little bit too much about me. I, I always, you, you want a business to really resonate with the people who are going to be clients in it. Um, but I've also really realized that it's quite different, quite unique and I'll lean into that, even though sometimes people don't always see the uh, the French English connection to my last name, Bird. That's okay. Definitely a unique brand. Coach Wazo is how I think of you, so <laughs> it's uh, it's definitely unique. And I always remember you. Like if I forget your name, Coach Wazo will will kind of lead me to your name if I do a Google search. So perfect, yeah. exactly. Uh, part of the series is to try to identify key terms within the career industry and find definitions for them. And for you, we chose the definition, uh, the definition for career coaching. So how do you, um, Coach Wazo, define um, career coaching? Yeah, I think I would start by kind of looking at the definition of coaching just in a broader sense being 
uh, coming from a place where you're working with someone in partnership to see blind spots that they cannot see for themselves, whether it's a client or because I come from an athletic background originally, whether it's an athlete who wants to reach a certain goal and you see people who are in the Olympic games, for example, or who compete on the world stage in a sport, they have been surrounded by coaches throughout their entire lives in many cases. And it's about being there as a support uh, for them and their journey. It's like I said, about seeing blind spots, seeing the things that you can't see. And we all have blind spots, including us as coaches. Uh, and it's also about paving the way. It's about previewing what is to come because I believe that preparation precedes success. Uh, and so the more that we can do as coaches to prepare people, and in this case, let's go to the context of career coaching. It means preparing people to represent themselves in uh, sometimes the written format, resume, cover letters, LinkedIn profiles, just having an online presence in the world today. It can also mean preparation around an interview and how do we sell ourselves in a either a Zoom setting or a, an in-person setting. And I know that that's changed quite a lot over the last couple of years with the pandemic and, and also just the improvement in technology. And can we prepare ourselves for what happens when we do actually get a job offer? Because I think a lot of people kind of get to that moment when it does arrive and, and they're super happy and they're excited and they sort of also freeze sometimes and they don't necessarily take advantage of what can come around in that moment. So every step of the way is a little bit different. I mean, before all of that, sometimes it means um, helping someone explore what their next steps might be. I shouldn't miss that. That's really kind of the beginning of any career transition in my eyes. Uh, but just being there for the long run and in partnership with our clients, that's what career coaching is for me. Thank you. And I, I like how you added the exploration part because really it's this, and, and we think of it as a journey as career coaches for sure. Um, I would like to take you next to the free resources that you offer on your website. Um, so they are available online on your website. So if you talk a little bit about them in general, but in particular, and we, of course, we need to talk about the podcast, the Career Builders podcast uh, and, the, um, and the prestigious position it is right now. Can you focus a little bit more about that? Sure. Yeah. So the podcast is it's a free resource that continues to evolve every week. There's something that's added to it. And that's what's, that's part of what's so fun for me to produce it. And also for those who are looking for something that uh, it's not something that you just download and you read and, and you store away. It's, we have something that you can come back to all of the time. The podcast is, we bill it as a show that is for people who are in their twenties and thirties who are uh, serious about their careers, but not necessarily too serious about themselves and that's important. That's a reflection of my personality and Lisa, my podcast co-host's personality as well. And we're really looking to explore the different things that could happen for someone who is developing their career, not just from a job seeker standpoint or, or the perspective of someone who is maybe unemployed or is just looking to transition, but also from the standpoint of someone who is in a job and is in a career that they love right now. And it's about how do they maximize the opportunity that they're in and just really have greater agency over their professional lives. Because I think once we feel that way, the rest of our lives <laughs> have the ability to transform as well. So that's the, I mean, that's really the root of the, the show. We get to speak with some great people, some of whom come from the career coaching space and others who are not uh, career development professionals. And that's also a lot of fun. People who are more industry professionals, possibly CEOs or entrepreneurs, authors of books, just people who have really interesting perspectives on some different topics that are relevant to that kind of audience. Um, and, and my audience falls in that, that 20 to 30 something range uh, most of the time as does Lisa's. So it works out really well for both of us. Yeah. That's how I would start on the career builders podcast. Well, congratulations again. I am your host Hoda. Thank you for tuning in this morning. My guest today is Mike Bird, a.k.a. Coach Wazo, and you are listening to A Career Buzz, production of Hoda's Career Info, right here on CIUT 89.5 FM in Toronto and worldwide at CIUT.FM. And our topic today focuses on the value of working with a career coach. 
one of the purpose of this part of, of this uh, series is really to talk about the value of the work we do as career coaches. And you have already, uh, you know, highlighted that a little bit. But one of the questions that I get that with all the free career resources available that we as career coaches provide online for free, from free assessments to YouTube videos, podcasts, and so on. Uh, why would a client uh, need or really seek our, your service and my service as, as a career coach? Uh, it's all available online for free. Mm-hmm. You're right. There's a ton of content out there. You can get resume templates. You can get interview guides. I mean, it is amazing. And it's been great to see sort of the diverse range of uh, content that is out there for people who are in different parts of a career transition. But I think that's kind of also alluding to at the same time, where the role of a coach comes in, everyone's situation is so unique and is so different. And I mean, I can maybe liken this a little bit to back in the fall, uh, I I bought my first uh, house with my partner and we went through a process with our real estate agent that looked at, you know, what did we really want? What did we want at that time? What do we want to be living in? Where do we want to be living in? How could we possibly get into something like that? What would it look like? And that's the, the depth of that and the customized approach to working with someone is what's missing from the free resource experience, which is fine. It, it's for the people who might not yet be ready to go out and hire someone to come in as a coach. Um, but that's where, that's where coaching really, I mean, it's, it, you don't see someone using free guides to get themselves into the Olympics and the sport that they play. So at some point, the, the really hands-on part of working with a coach is valuable, but then there's also the psychological side of things uh, in terms of just, uh, I can speak from my experience of hiring a business coach, the, the confidence that you have and what you're doing all of a sudden changes almost overnight, really. And knowing that you have, you have someone who has possibly done what you're trying to do before, or at least can give really, really tailored insight into how you can go after what you what you want. And sometimes just a coach helps you clarify what you want. But without that, I think a lot of people can sometimes go from one free free resource to another, and there's no real direction in their action. And so the coach brings everything in line, puts it into a strategy where there's an objective. I want to go after job X. How can we do that? Okay. Here's a way, here's an approach. Here's some tactics that we can apply and, and that's where we go from having a situation where there's sort of a thousand steps taken in a thousand directions to a thousand steps taken toward one direction. And that's when real progress gets realized. I totally agree with you on that. Yes. And I think you also mentioned at the beginning that you also bring a unique perspective that they may have missed out in these blind spots as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so definitely um, we, we, what we bring is, is that ability to put it all together and make you make them make our clients happier in moving forward. Um, with that in mind, can you tell the, the audience, your ideal client and the services that you offer that client? You mentioned their twenties to thirties, but can you tell us a bit more? Yeah, I've been positioned for some time now in sort of the new grad market where people who maybe had a year left in school were coming out and uh, had no idea really what they were going to do after school, or maybe they'd been out of school for a little bit in the working world for a couple of years, and maybe they were in a situation where they felt like, oh, you know, after all of that schooling, maybe I'm not in the right career for me, and I want to make a change. And what's happened over the last several months is I I get a little bit of that. I get a a little bit of the person who's trying to break in and start in their career, but I'm getting more and more of the person who is a little bit further along or may have done a master's degree and maybe a little bit older. And so it's working. It's still working in terms of helping people establish their careers early on or going from advanced education into the working world. Um, So it's, it's someone who is in that transition and they could be, they could be in their early twenties, but I'm also now working with people who are in their early thirties and it's just, it all depends. I mean, the principles of career, development and career transition, career literacy, I I know is the term that you love to put on a lot of these things that we're talking about now. They apply in a very universal way, regardless of where a person is, but it is like we said about going back and tailoring the exact things that we're doing 
for that particular client. So that's who they are. They're oftentimes, uh, they're, they're very energetic. They're very enthusiastic, but they often kind of lack the, uh, the sense of what the value that they bring to the table could be and, and how they can communicate that. They're not always seeing the hiring process from the side of an employer. And usually once that light gets turned on, there's a pretty dramatic shift uh, in, in things like messaging and interview performance when you know what's in it for the other side. So that's who my ideal client is. They're just awesome to work with. I've enjoyed working with young people throughout my whole life. And that's why I still do it. Energizes me really. Yeah, well, same here. The feeling, I share the same feeling. That's why I prefer the younger adult um, passion and uh, you know, getting out that passion from them and helping them move forward. Um, can you tell us about a service or two that you offer of that? Do you have packages or do you go like some coaches get offer hourly? Uh, support. Yeah. yeah. So I package, uh, in a one-on-one context based off of where the client is in their transition and the closer they are to having a clear target, uh, that they're trying to at- achieve in terms of a, of a target role, the less time it usually takes for me to help them get to their end goal versus someone who is starting further back and, and maybe has no idea what they want to do, or maybe they're between three or four different options. It's about how do we explore those options and narrow things down? Because without a narrower focus, I can't really help a person get to the, to the end line. It's pretty important. Um, so I price based off of where that is, where the client is in that, uh, in that transition cycle. On the flip side of, of one-on-one, so there's also uh, a small group uh, I call it a challenge. It's not really a coaching package, but it's, it's a 15 day challenge where I get to bring people into a very, uh, like it's a programmed set of calls and steps and resources that are presented. And that's super, that's meant to be super affordable. It's a chance for people to experience what it's like to work with me. Uh, they will get something that's very concrete at the end of it. You know, I don't have to kind of speak in, in vague terms at all around that. Um, And what I'm working on right now, Hoda, that I'm hoping to get out in quarter two of this year, if I can, is uh, a subscription-based group coaching program for those who maybe they just need a couple of months of help until they land or they need, they've found themselves in a transition that's taking longer and they'd like to uh, speed things up. And so it's sort of a service that they could go to until they're hired and they no longer need the help of a coach and they can step out of that. That would be a larger group program for those who need it. I love the idea of that program because I do get, uh, what I do offer is after I finish, if you, you know, if I work with a client for a year, I get a package of mentoring, like just come back and check with me. And, uh, but yours is like helping them through that transition uh, a bit more than mentoring and a level what you're available for them to support them, I guess. Uh, so that would be nice to have and I wish you best of luck with that. I am your host Hoda. Thanks for tuning in this morning. My guest today is Mike Bird, also known as Coach Wazo, and you are listening to a Career Buzz production of Hoda's Career Info on CIUT 89.5 FM in Toronto and worldwide at CIUT.FM. Today we are talking about what a career coach does to help you figure out your next career move. I've got one more question for you, and that is about um, how we as career coaches, we encourage the clients to have a plan five, 10 years from now. Mm-hmm. And I love today how you talked about the realtor who told you, you know, what kind of house you want and how long you want to live in it, right? And uh, so uh, what are some of the ideas going on through your mind for the future? Uh, I-, I was glad to hear about that program because that's also in the future, but it's a closer future. But how about five, 10, 10 years from now? What would you like to be? doing? Yeah, that's a great question, right? And, and I, I could see in five years, this being uh, a solopreneur business that is probably supported a little bit through um, some outsourcing, for example, I'll still I'll still be continuing to, to release podcast episodes. And maybe I'll have another podcast at that point that maybe a, a solo show with just me and, and whatever, whomever would like to join me as a conversational guest for that. Um, because I do just love podcasting and I think I can help people through that medium in particular. Uh, so it, it probably has some more 
group scaled components to it because the young person who might not be the actual economic client in the engagement, uh, I want to provide something where people can, can pay something that is affordable and within reach uh, versus just possibly going after those that have the financial resources to, to, to pay for a one-on-one coach. There's a pretty big difference sometimes between what's how you can help someone who has those financial resources versus someone who doesn't. I'm not sure if I explained that very clearly. But. Yeah, no, I, and I, I agree with you a bit, but also not just for financial. Like I get a lot mm-hmm. of young people whose parents want them to think about it. They want to think about it, but they don't want to deal with anyone right now. Like they want to listen and learn before moving forward. So I think I get what you're trying to say in that uh, financial reason is definitely a cause, but there are other reasons really for seeking that kind of service. Absolutely. Yeah. So ensuring that the people who really want coaching can access it in some way is sort of a five-year goal, which means having different offerings that really feed into that. And I think honestly, in the long, long term, uh, coaching is probably one part of a larger business and it might be a business that expands out into leadership development. It might expand into uh, coaching uh, for people who are in the workplace already, <laughs> right? They're, they've established their careers and maybe it's about going from the entry level to middle management or from middle management to the C-suite and being really along for a longer term ride with the people that I started working with. If we're looking 10 years ahead and looking back at the people that I've helped over that period of time, how can I continue to add value to those people? And so that's probably more than just me who's involved in the business at that point. And it would be really neat to run an organization that uh, is focused on a lot of the values that I've talked about today, has a lot of those perspectives, but has the ability to reach more and more people. I like that. I like the idea of continuing with the clients because I'm always curious of what happened to this client who started in this program. Did we make the right choices for them? And then uh, it's nice to catch up every now and then. So, and then to be able to see them, how they're, how they're um, continuing their road of, in the, down their journey. So this is a great yeah. idea. So these are all the questions I had for you today, Mike. Uh, was there anything else you wanted to add or something that you'd like to wrap up with our conversation today? Sure. I guess just a, it's been a great conversation and I've really appreciated your questions, Hoda. I think for anyone who is listening, I'm really open to speaking with other career development professionals like you. I love just having a call with someone who maybe I cross paths with on LinkedIn. And that's kind of how you and I have met and facilitated through another career development friend. Um, So I'm just a big fan of paying that forward. If you're listening to this, feel free to reach out to me on LinkedIn, just shoot me a message and say that you heard this show. And I'd be more than happy to to get on a call or a zoom with you because I think that uh, our community is, is kind of, we're demonstrating right now really is super strong super supportive. It's a lot of fun and energizing to be a part of, and I want to be a contributor and not just a, not just a taker. Thank you so much, Mike. And I look forward to further collaborations. Absolutely. Same here. You're listening to a Career Boys production of Hoda's Career Info on CIUT 89.5 FM in Toronto and worldwide at CIUT.FM. Stories show that who you are matters. I am your host, Hoda. Before continuing on with today's show, I would like to remind listeners about Career Buzz other episodes of inspiring career stories. To check them out, go to careercycles.com and click podcast or subscribe to the podcast Career Buzz on your favorite podcast app and do leave us a review. For more career info, have a listen to past episodes of Career Buzz, including my career chat with one of Career Buzz hosts, Mark Franklin. My next guest is career growth coach and trainer, Kathy Ginsberg. Kathy's vision to help others in their journey towards growth, engagement, and inspiration at work led her to create her own company, People Focus Training Inc. I met Kathy at a Canexus conference and loved her presentation about what she referred to as the overwhelm dragon. Today, Kathy will tell us about her journey, her services, and how she manages the dragon. You're listening to Career Buzz on CIUT 89.5 FM in Toronto and worldwide at CIUT.FM.
Stories show that who you are matters. I'm your host, Hoda. Thank you for tuning in this morning. Welcome, Kathy Ginsberg, and thank you so much for joining me today. Hi, Hoda. Thanks so much for having me. Uh, I really am looking forward to our chat. And right away, I'm going to tell you, uh, we have talked about the purpose of Huda's Career Info is to answer the question, what does a career professional really do? And embedded within that, of course, are the definitions of some key terms that we use as career professionals, such as career literacy and career coaching. So I'm going to put you on the spot right away and ask you for your definition of um, career coaching or a career coach, if you prefer. Yes. Okay, great. So to me, it's a two way street, first and foremost, there's the client and then there's the coach. And really what we're trying to do as a coach is move the client or help the client move from point A to point B. Um, so it's a combination of the client bringing what they need and their own experiences, their own goals, their own um, aims in life and their desires and so on, what they want to do in their career. Plus, and then the coach, myself, on the other hand, being there as a sounding board, but also being there with resources, information and guidance to help that client. So it's moving from the client from point A to point B within the combination of the client's input and the coach's input. I like that. And I like your focus on the sounding board because uh, yes, I mean, they can have access to different resources online, but they need uh, the career coach as a, uh, a sounding board. Um, you and I have talked about how as career professionals, we arrived to this field from different backgrounds. And so can you tell us a little bit about your career path and how you got to the career field? Yes, yeah, so that's a really good question because I have quite a diverse background, actually. I, I've, I mean, I've done a few different careers and different jobs um, in my time. So I started this business, my business, People Focus Training. I started this about three years ago, and it's kind of puts together my experience and my background into a package where I can help people. So um, I have worked in training and development really for quite a large part of my career. I worked for a consulting firm at one point where we were writing training materials. That's where I got interested in training and, and development. It was fascinating to me how you can put together training programs and design them in such a way that people are going to be really interested and learn from them. These are adult learners. And um, at some point, actually, I started my own business quite a few years ago in the um, accounting, bookkeeping and consulting field, because I had done a lot of, like, of that type of work in the past. But what I found was that, okay, I could do the numbers, I could present reports, I could do that type of thing. But what I found I got the most uh, enjoyment out of was helping my clients to understand how to make their businesses more profitable. And so it was the consulting and the training parts that I was doing in that business that were most interesting to me. So I kind of took that and I took a, um, a degree in adult education while I was working full time, because that was really what I found was my passion, helping other people, other adults learn. And another position I ended up in following that was I, I became a business coach for a nonprofit organization, helping people to start businesses. And from there, I moved into management in that nonprofit, working more with teams who were helping clients with their career development, with finding employment. And, and this is where I, I kind of developed a lot more of the, the career background as well from, from that position. And so I kind of put it all together into my business where I have uh, you know, the education and training piece. I have online courses. Um, I do online presentations and webinars and that type of thing. But also I do the one-on-one -on -one coaching, which I really enjoy. And it's all about helping people develop in their careers because careers can be really, really interesting. Um, sometimes we end up at a little bit of a dead end in our career, but what I like to do is help people kind of get out of that and find their next step forward and keep on growing and, and advancing in their careers. So just as I've had a very diverse career, I like to work with people to show them that they do have options and um, maybe the traditional step-by-step -step career path is not always the, the right option for them. 
That is very interesting, particularly like this morning I was reading about how we will be working past our 60 and uh, it's not just, you know, for financial reasons, but also for having a purpose, we could be working into our, into our 80s is what uh, is coming forward for us. So it's important to accept that, you know, I, I'm not going to be on one path, but really have that varied background and be okay with that uh, as a learning experience, perhaps, or as discovering what we like to do. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, and actually, I mean, it's, it's shown the stats show that typically people do change jobs and careers multiple times over their working life. The average person doesn't go into one job or one career and stay in that career, the same career for their entire working life. Most people do have quite a few switches. So it's, it's a fairly normal thing now. I think this is built on, on, on why our job becomes important. So for the purpose of our audience who are looking to understand more about what career professionals have to offer, and particularly for you, your title as a professional business coach, my next question is about the packages that you offer. Can you briefly just share some of these packages and how you can help you know, your clients move within that career path? Yes, I, absolutely. And I, I do provide packages as opposed to coaching by the hour because I do find for my clients that um, having a more lengthy relationship with a coach as opposed to just one, one or two sessions, working with a coach for several weeks or several months tends to be a lot more beneficial. And in with the packages, so there's the coaching time with me, but there are also... Um, various different tools that I offer that I provide for my clients, depending on what stage they're at and what their needs are. So there could be uh, career assessments, which will help to shed light on what their next step could be. Um, there are different kind of checklists and um, tip sheets that I provide as well, depending again on, on what the client needs. And I also have some online training modules that I open up to clients, depending again on their needs. And I, so I work mostly with, um, typically with women in their 30s, early 40s, who are at that mid-stage in their career. And oftentimes that's a stage where women kind of have a little bit of a struggle in their career because of uh, where they're at often, you know, the... Um, maybe they're raising a family while working and maybe the burden of you know childcare and housework is greater on, on the women than on the men in the partnership so sometimes it is a bit of a struggle for women to carry on and advance in their career so that's the typical client that I work with although I do work with I work with men as well in different age groups too but that's most often who I'm working with and they can really benefit from learning to look at themselves in a different way look at the barriers that they've faced and how they've overcome them and this is where the uh, more lengthy kind of working with a coach can really help to kind of bring some transformation to get them to that next step. I'm your host, Hoda. Thanks for tuning in this morning. My guest today is Kathy Ginsberg, career growth coach and trainer. And you are listening to a Career Buzz production of Hoda's Career Info on CIUT 89.5 FM in Toronto and worldwide at ciut.fm. Next, Kathy and I will be talking about the different ways a career coach can help you get results in your career journey. My next question is, is probably a two-part question, uh, but again, I'm going to take you to helping me with discovering definitions. So what uh, does Kathy define getting results as a professional business coach to her clients, or how do you define, if you wish, a satisfied client? Well, it depends what the client is looking for. So usually we start out with um, looking at goals. Where would you like to be? Where do you want to be one month from now or six months from now? Where do you see yourself a year from now or, or five years from now? And how can I help as a coach help you to, to get to that point? Um, so defining success really means, okay, when the coaching engagement is drawing to a close, we can look back and say, okay, this, this is where you came in. This is what you were hoping to achieve through this um, relationship here. And where are you now? And if they have achieved their goals, then we can definitely see it's a successful, um, it's been a successful experience. Sometimes 
especially if uh, working with somebody who, who doesn't have a lot of clarity, they're not really very sure about their goals. And some people do come in at that stage where they're like, I know I'm not happy where I'm at in my career, but I'm not sure where I want to go. Um, so getting clear may be a part of that, like part of the achievement is actually becoming more clear about where they want to go, what they want to do. And they may have actually defined some goals during the coaching period with me. And then we can see, okay, at the end, okay, you started out where you weren't really sure what you wanted to do. Now you've got some clarity. You've got uh, a big goal for next year, or you've you set, you set some goals while we were working together and you achieved them. So we can look at each individual and depending on how they were when they came into the coaching relationship, and then how they are when they come out. And yes, it, sometimes it's that, that new job. And I've had clients where it's been like, they start working with me, they want to change, they want a new role, they want to move up the ladder, or they want to move out into a different company or a different type of work. And they've achieved that. And very often the support of having that career coach there with them um, just really helps to keep them moving on towards that goal so that that would definitely be a, a big win but for some people it might be okay I'm not sure I want to leave my job I'm not really happy but you know what can we do about it it might turn out they they've learned some skills in terms of communication style in terms of managing their workload so they're not feeling frustrated and overwhelmed that type of thing so they may learn that actually they they're happy with their work they just needed to change some of the things that they were doing so that their job was actually a better fit for them or they in that particular career so there's different things depending on on the client but in general it's like feeling that they've accomplished something that they've changed in some way that there's been a change in their career or in their life and that things are feeling much better for them I love, how, I love how you highlighted is that it's not always a major change or a major pivot when they come to deep, to work with a career professional. It could be just clarifying some goals and needing some sort of empowerment to say, I can do this and keep moving forward. Uh, so thank you for um, differentiating the two, um, I guess, definitions of uh, getting results. Uh, I appreciate that. I'm your host, Toda. Thanks for tuning in this morning. My guest today is Kathy Ginsberg, career growth coach and trainer. And you are listening to a Career Buzz production of Hoda's Career Info on CIUT 89.5 FM in Toronto and worldwide at CIUT.FM. Many of us feel overwhelmed at a certain point in our lives. And next in our career chat, Kathy shares practical tips on how to combat those overwhelmed moments. Kathy, uh, in the introduction, I mentioned that you and I met at CADEX's conference a couple of years ago, and uh, I really was impressed with uh, your presentation that year, uh, Taming the Overwhelmed Dragon. Uh, I still think about it, and I um, was hoping if you wouldn't mind elaborating a little bit on it, and I don't know if any modifications you've done in the past couple of years, perhaps share that with the audience, because I thought it was interesting and fun to listen to. Absolutely. Yes. And it was great meeting you uh, there face to face, Hoda, back in the day. <laughs> I have actually been fortunate to present at Connexus for a few years now and on different topics. And this year, of course, it was virtual, which you were at as well. Um, and I was speaking about engaging teams in difficult times and engaging teams throughout uh, transition and change. But um, yeah, so Taming the Overwhelmed Dragon, I, I did present that at Connexus. And I have tweaked it a little bit. I, I'm still presenting it to different groups. And as time goes on and different challenges come up for us in our lives, it's always good to kind of revisit um, those types of things. So basically, um, we live in very overwhelming times right now. And, you know, the last year has really shown that it's it's been a huge challenge. Um, it was overwhelming before. There was a lot of like people really like, feeling overly busy, finding it hard to juggle everything. And um, actually that quote, we live in overwhelming times. Um, it comes from a, a Harvard Business Review article that I'm kind of paraphrasing, um, which maybe we might put in the comments um, under this video because it was really well worth reading, but it talks about making mental health your number one priority. But um, 
basically when it comes to overwhelm, what happens is we tend to take on too much as professionals. Um, maybe our clients take on too much um, or they're feeling overwhelmed. If they're looking for work, they're feeling overwhelmed by all the different things they need to do. So how do you overcome that feeling of being overwhelmed? And also, how do you know whether it is that you're overwhelmed, you've got too much to do, too much on your plate, or are you becoming burned out or are you actually burning out? Which is, I always like to make that kind of distinction. Burnout is a different problem. Burnout is much more serious. It's a, it's a, it's a mental health issue that needs to be dealt with. So you need to get professional help if you are at that stage of burnout where you're feeling really numb and unable to really cope with life at all. As, a, as opposed to being overwhelmed when you're typically just very, very busy and you feel like, yeah, if I can just get this done, everything's going to be fine. I can keep on juggling. So there's some energy there, whereas burnout is typically very little energy and even very numbing of emotions. So I like to be really clear on that. But overwhelm, um, we can help ourselves not be so overwhelmed when we're clear on our priorities and we set priorities and we kind of keep to those. So for myself, I like to set priorities every week. I, I kind of think through, okay, what did I accomplish last week? What do I want to accomplish this week? These are my priorities and I've got it organized so that at the end of the week I can look back and go, okay, check on this, check on that one. Three priorities is usually enough for any one person to be juggling on a weekly basis. So if you've got like a list of 10 priorities, I always say, try to narrow that down. What are the top three that you need to accomplish this week that would make you feel that you've accomplished something significant? Don't try to accomplish 10 top priorities because that's definitely the, the road to being overwhelmed. So there's that one. Um, another one that I think is really important and whether you're in the online environment or the face-to-face -face environment is reducing the number of interruptions because we are interrupted, especially in a, I mean, a, an office job, whether you are working from home or whether you're in person, um, you'll be interrupted several times per hour, maybe as many as 50 or 60 times per day. And it can be people dropping in, physically dropping in if you are in that environment, or it can be from uh, text messages. Uh, we've got um, notifications coming up on our desktops about, you know, there's an email just come in or somebody messaged you on social media. Um, and I see this quite a lot. Like people get overwhelmed. It's just like, I feel like they constantly have to respond in the moment to whatever message is coming in. So finding a way to reduce those unnecessary interruptions and maybe it means you just answer your email once or twice a day. Maybe it means you turn off your desktop notifications. Uh, what I did when I was working in an office was I, and people were coming in and wanting me to sign things all the time. I was like, okay, if this is an emergency, I'll sign it right away. But if not, please leave it in the tray by the door of my office and I will do them all in a batch. So batching up work um, and not having kind of walk-in interruptions or, you know, drop-in interruptions on your screen as well. And uh, so uh, reducing your interruptions is, is really important, I think, because it helps us to stay focused. And then the last one would be taking care of ourselves because we get overwhelmed. We feel we're too busy sometimes to go out for a walk or to exercise or to, uh, to make a healthy meal or to get enough sleep or, you know, all of those things which enable us to stay healthy. So building in some sort of a routine for your exercise and well-being, um, finding balance in your life and prioritizing self-care, whether it means, you know, going for a massage, if you could do that, or um, if it's a beautiful day, making sure you get out for a walk instead of saying, oh, I should go for a walk and then not doing it. But finding ways of putting in self-care into your routine, not just saying, oh, I'll do that, you know, when I get around to it, but making it again, one of your priorities that you'll take care of yourself. Um, whether, and when you're working from home, it's so easy for, for us to be uh, on call 24 seven even, and that's, that's just not right. So having a time when you kind of turn off your work and turn it back on it, you know, when you, your workday restarts, don't always be available. Um, because that's not good self-care. So those are the three things. I'll just recap them again. So setting priorities, being clear on your, your weekly priorities, um, finding ways to reduce those constant notifications and interruptions that take your attention away from what you're focusing on, 
um, while obviously still wanting to be responsive to people, you know, I'm not saying ignore everybody, but just have more of, of control over it. And then um, make, making sure that you prioritize and schedule in time for yourself for self-care. Those are really helpful in avoiding overwhelm. These are great tips, Kathy. Thank you so much. I remember uh, taking the turning the notifications off uh, after our presentation, where now I like work for an hour. I used to get the you know these notes flashing at the top of the screens that I got email and I'm turning the phone off. It definitely helps to say, okay, for this hour, I'm gonna ignore everything else and just focus on what I'm doing. Uh, so that I remember that was my takeaway and I've been doing it. You'll be happy to know for the past couple of years. Definitely. I'm glad to hear that, Hoda. That's, that's good to know, yes. So these are all the questions I had for you today, Kathy. Is there anything else you would like to share that you think would help us identify what a career coach really does or uh, anything else you'd like to add or I guess you hoped I'd ask but I didn't yes I, I guess I mean there, there are different types of career coaches aren't there I mean depending on what your needs are I mean um, as I say for myself the, the people I work with mostly are usually they're working or they've recently been working in a, a mid uh, mid middle management type of position or some kind of professional position and they're looking to kind of advance in their career um, but there are also coaches who will work with people um, who are like, as I think you do, who are like younger at an earlier stage in their career, or maybe just launching into a career. Um, others who specialize in older um, workers who are, you know, like you mentioned, we were going to work probably well into our 60s, sometimes into our 70s and 80s. So maybe a coach who works with people at the more senior end of the, the age spectrum and, and looking at options for that, or people who are looking to uh, explore the gig economy, maybe start a business. Um, so there are, there are definitely different specialties. So it's finding somebody who um, has the, um, like that focus that you need in your career at that moment in time and finding also somebody that you have a rapport with because when you're working with a coach, it is like, as I mentioned earlier, a two-way relationship. So you want to kind of explore how well you are going to fit with this particular coach and because it's going to be a working relationship hopefully for some time at least a few weeks and maybe a few months even so those are the things I would look for that's perfect thank you so much Kathy for your time I really enjoyed our conversation and uh, again thank you also for your support in joining me today yeah well thanks so much Hoda it's been a real pleasure speaking with you and um, look forward to talking with you again sometime soon. You've been listening to Hoda's Career Info on Career Buzz, Canada's unique radio conversation that empowers lives, enriches careers, and energizes organizations. Here on CIUT 89.5 FM in Toronto and worldwide online at CIUT.FM. I'm your host, Hoda Kilani, and you can find out more about me at writecareerfit.com. The other hosts of Career Buzz are Mark Franklin and Stephen Armstrong. If you have any comments on today's show, please email me at writecareerfit at shaw.ca or at careerbuzz at ciut.fm. I would like to give a special thank you to my guests, Mike Bird of Coach Wazo Career Coaching and Kathy Ginsberg, owner and founder of People Focus Training Inc. for supporting my mission to increase career literacy awareness and for supporting you in your career journey. You can connect with Mike Bird and Kathy Ginsberg on LinkedIn. An MP3 of today's show is available on SoundCloud. Catch Career Buzz every Wednesday at 11 a.m. right here on CIUT 89.5 FM. Remember to subscribe to Career Buzz on your favorite podcast app or find it at the podcast link on careercycles.com. The views, information, and or opinions expressed during this series are solely those of the guests involved and do not necessarily represent an endorsement from the series provider. That's it for today's episode of 
Career Buzz, and Hoda's Career Info. Thank you for listening. Until next time, stay inspired and keep moving in productive ways. Oh,